Who is your daddy? I am your father. You fathers will understand. My father taught me many things. I got an idea. How about you all sit there quietly while I make dad noises? All right, well, let's go ahead and get started with episode 198 of Fathers of the Grind. My name's Tim, here with um, Dan and Derek. I want to so tell you guys <laughs> that GameStop is stupid. All right, tell so us did, why. Well, I did that buy two, get two free, right? Can you all see this? You're way too far away from the screen. Is that Mario? Brother. <laughs> Thanks for turning on the light right when I needed it, brother. Is that Mario Deluxe? Yeah, so this is Super Mario Brothers you deluxe okay which i ordered december 25th i ordered it christmas day as part of that buy two get two free sure they they took like two weeks they canceled my order for just that game they sent me the other three and then they canceled it but they didn't tell me if they were refunding they didn't tell me anything so i call them i'm like hey what's going on you canceled my game like, are you going to send it later? Are you going to give me a refund? And if you're going to refund me, what are you going to refund me? And they're like, oh, we're gonna, we can refund you or send you another game. I said, give me the refund. They're like, yeah, we'll send you $54 back, which I already posted on our Facebook group after this conversation. That means I paid $54 for three games. Well, a week goes by, no money. So I call them back. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we submitted the request. But I guess our back office didn't process it. So let me, I'm so sorry about that. Let me do it again. Does it again. You got it done twice. A week goes by, (laughs) no refund. I call him back. I'm like, this is the third time I'm calling. So you know how I am. (laughs) I'm very blunt and rude. So I was like, okay, I'm over this. Like, this is the third time I'm calling. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you? And then she was saying the exact same thing. The other person, I said, no, 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 no. The other person already did this. How is it not getting processed every every single time? Customer that it's service loves processed? you almost as much as IT. <laughs> Keep going. Move. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, that's because we're submitting the request for the refund, but this game's free. So when they go to process it, they're like, we can. It's free. I'm like, the, the other three people couldn't have told me this? I was like, I already know it was the free game. But again, you charged me $108. I'm including tax. $108 for these four games, you were supposed to refund me $54. I still technically paid for this game. The deal was to buy two, get two free. Well, well, we can't refund you because it's $0. Okay, so what are you going to do? Um, let me let me see if this game's in stock. Sure enough, it is, and a day later I get the game. Like they, She must have like <laughs> rush-shipped it to me. In so perfect condition, by the way, too. The case yeah. is flawless. It looks brand new. It looks like they opened it. And they might have just a... sent it to you, like, just give him one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's there's no scratches. There's This does not look like it was used. Did you all. taste it? I heard the cartridge just tastes great. Did you taste it yet? I did. I did. Okay. It tastes good. Uh, really good. But I'm That's probably uh, hmm. going to trade it in anyways. <laughs> I mean, I only have $777 in store credit right now. I hope that credit's still valid um, before they shut down completely. (laughs) I know. Wouldn't that suck, dude? Like, yeah, guys, look at how much money I got. (laughs) And they announced in, like, June, uh, all GameStop stores are shutting down. All your credit is frozen. I think you just need them to stay in business 
through the end of this year, which I think they absolutely will. That way oh, you can get will. the new, well, at least one of the new consoles totally paid off. Maybe both of them pretty well paid I, off. I think they're going to come out at five, $600 like we talked last week. So yeah. I've, I've, right now, I've realistically, I'm not going to have $777 unless I keep trading stuff in because I'm probably going to start buying games with the credit too. Like I want to get Neo 2. I want to get uh, Final Fantasy Seven. These are games you should be getting that I can play too. I don't like this GameStop business you're doing over here. I don't... <laughs> you didn't offer me any money. Brother. I thought you guys lived in the same place. You guys can just pass the. We games do around. here. Sam, hit you, can you hit me, hit me another money. soda? It's yeah. getting low. Here, here, <laughs> yeah, here, you gave him that drink. Yeah, some beer. Here you go. There you go. Oh, oh wow! We're changed not, forms. We're not wow. good at this. We're not good at this. <laughs> All right. Changed forms. We are gonna take. A little walk down memory lane. We're in 2020, and I want to look back at the 2010s. And we're going to go through this. This week, we'll just do the first half of the 2010s, kind of highlight the main things that happened in each of those years. Some of them were like, oh, I forgot how great that year was. And some of them were like, I thought that year was better. So it was just interesting going through this as I was getting ready for the show. Um, and then we'll each pick our favorite game from those years. So we'll start with 2010 and go through 2014 this week. And then next week, we'll round out the 2010s. I think it's fair to say it was a absolutely industry adjusting, changing ten years. It was amazing, mostly I'd really good stuff. I'd also, say the some second half was better. Se- sure. I do. I agree with that. I think second half was better. I think uh, there were also some pretty hilarious moments that we cannot forget. Some pretty bad ones too. So we'll get to some of those as well. So and that and we'll close things out with what we're playing. So uh, I do want to hear about stuff you guys are playing recently. If there's anything different, but let's rewind to 2010. Uh, I had been married at this point for six years, and we had we adopted our second kid. So we adopted kid number two. We had had bio kid one, and we adopted our second. So I had the same number of kids, I think, that Teague did that year? Or did you already have three by 2010? 2010? Yeah, I had three. You had three by then? Okay. You had more kids than me in 2010. This is how long ago this was. This Derek had more kids than I did. Hey, ask me how many kids I have. Hey, uh, Dan, how many did you have then compared to now? The amount that you should have, virgin, which is bro. zero. Did you right say on. we know you're a virgin? Is that <laughs> totally a virgin. Like, okay. he keeps talking about this Renee person. You do, I know you it do is. understand you can have sex and not have kids, right? <laughs> Are you serious right now? No, that, that can't be true. That cannot be true. Uh, oh, I'm perfect. Three for three. So yeah, 20, 2010 was an interesting time. The, let's trying to think what systems I owned. I'm pretty sure in 2010, the only systems I owned were the 360 and the Wii. I think those are the two that I owned. Because I never Bro, did own a We're filming. PS3. You going to walk out? You didn't have a PS3. I, I never did have a PS3. Um, by the end of the PS3's life, I looked back and was like, man, I missed a lot of good stuff. But at least for the first couple years, I never felt like I was missing out on that much. Okay. But... That was just that was just me. And Final Fantasy 13 never did it for me. I did try that on someone else's, and I was like, eh, I don't love this. So there weren't that many yeah. games that Close were it. arriving there first that really got me until until later. Um, all right. Anyway, so here's some of the stuff that arrived in 2010. We got the three the Xbox 360s, which I don't remember what that was. Is that like a a slick version of that? I'm not sure Xbox what that was. Xbox 360s. Yeah, that yeah. was like the slim version. Okay. And then also the Kinect released that year. That's when Microsoft delivered their uh, their camera. I don't know what, how else you describe it. It was like the PlayStation Eye, but it was the Kinect, and the idea was you're standing in a room and you're moving your body around, mostly Did dancing games. Own or... it except for me. I never owned it. No. <laughs> I got it. My mom got it for me for Christmas. 
Jesus oh, okay. Christ. Nice. So even though I was uh, 20. It's current age minus 10. <laughs> 20. <laughs> okay. Even though I was 20 years old, my mom still bought me a gift. Yeah. Yeah, she surprised nice. me. I was super excited. I remember, like, I think it was, like, right when I had started Facebook, so you post everything. When you first start Facebook, you tell everybody everything. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, made me a sandwich. People still do that. Well, do you remember? People still do you remember when? Fa- people have got. Do you remember it. when it would like you finished a sentence? It would say, like Derek Teague is, and then you would like finish what it is you're doing. The idea was you're actually giving a status. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Either that or Twitter. One of those had a thing where you kind of finished a sentence to tell what you were doing. But. It sounds no, familiar. I think Facebook but... started like that. Yeah. yeah. So what did you I think about the Connect? I I remember playing it like at different parties and things like that, family gatherings. Someone would have a Connect and like, oh, it's kind of it fun. It's like, like Wild River Adventure like and whatever. PSVR. Like it was cool when I first got it, and then like 30 seconds later, I was like, the only entertainment that I got out of it was watching Eli. He was probably one and a half, two years old, and he would use it all the time to do like the dance games. So we would put, we put like that song. I forgot what song it is. It's like down, 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 and Eli would just shake lower and lower. Every I mean, it was the cutest thing. And he would play that game all the time. We would just watch him dance. That's pretty fantastic. So, yeah, we never did own one. We did have the Wii Fit board, but that's not that wasn't the same it year. It didn't work. It wasn't terrible, but it didn't work very well. I remember like, trying to play two player connect with someone, and you were on the the river on a raft, and you had to do mm-hmm. things in sync together. And we would do what we thought was pretty in sync. I remember even playing with my son. We would hold hands so we could jump at the same time and stuff to time it. And I cool. thought we were doing pretty well, but the connect didn't always read it properly, and no. so it wasn't yeah. terrible, but it was definitely you could tell first gen tech. Yep. That pretty much sums up that that whole section there with the Fitboard and the Connect, mm-hmm. that technology, the Move ones. Yeah, you know? yeah, Move had come that, out just one year when before. The video game industry, like, well, not that year, but later on, they realized gamers are fat and lazy. This is just <laughs> not gonna. Work. Yeah, the like, Move had just trying. come out one year before this, and uh, yeah, they were all doing a little something. Uh, so here's some like... note, noteworthy moments from 2010. Uh, Acclaim and Midway and Tecmo all closed their doors that year. Um, so that was a pretty big year for major, at least kind of uh, historically major uh, companies. They weren't really big at the time anymore. They had kind of all been on the decline, but they were finally done at that point. Uh, but there were some pretty significant companies that launched that year. So we had Humble Bundle launched that, launched that year. Oh, really? Um, NetherRealm was formed and, and launched that year. That's my boys. Uh, Niantic formed that year, which they, of course, went on to create one of the biggest mobile games in history in Pokemon Go uh, six years later. Uh, Respawn formed that year in 2010. Of course, we just talked a lot about Respawn with uh, Star Wars and other games they've made. Wait, so Uh, NetherRealm didn't exist before? I thought they always existed, no? No, NetherRealm existed after Midway and Acclaim died out. Oh, right, yeah, Midway. Okay, yep, 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 yep. And the NetherRealm is owned by, um, I forget who. Uh, WB? WB, yes, thank you. WB, thank you. I knew that was a big company. Yeah, WB formed that when Midway and and I forgot about the Midway icon popping up on the old Mortal Kombat. Now I'm remembering. Yep. Yep. Um, I I actually remember Acclaim and Midway and Tecmo for that matter, mostly on the sides of arcade cabinets. That's usually where I kind of, when I picture those logos, I see them on the side of arcade cabinets because they had, I feel like, wasn't it Midway that did NFL Blitz? 
Was that? I, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 And uh, NBA Showtime, maybe one of them did. I just I feel like those companies did a lot of those really fun, especially sports style arcade games that I really enjoyed yeah. back in the day. I don't they even really play over the top games. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I didn't even really play sports games, but like NFL Blitz was pretty so, fun. So fun. Yeah, yeah NFL Blitz that was, was pretty a blast. fun. Um, and the other one that formed that year, so we had a whole bunch. Humble Bundle, of course, they're not necessarily a massive development studio they've developed some things but they're still a significant gaming company that's around right now uh respawn another realm niantic and then zipline anybody know what zipline became just a couple years later mm, that rings a bell but i can't think of what they became so zipline formed and then they went by a different name which i'm it's escaping me at the moment then they became the coalition oh, okay. oh um so same same company uh, they just went by a couple different names yeah and so now they are the, of course, the mainly running the Gears franchise. Gears, okay, yep, there we go. Uh, acquired by Microsoft. So um, here's some new franchises that dropped that year. Some stuff that really didn't exist before, but they actually released that year. Danganronpa, uh, Darksiders. Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Uh, Darksiders, that was the first Darksiders game, came out in 2010. Mm. Um, Epic Mickey, although I don't know why I listed that. That's not really a franchise, right? Do they have more than one game? <laughs> they did, actually. Just oh, they two did? of them. Just oh, okay, two. okay. Uh, God Eater, which had God Eater 3 came out this year on the Switch. I'm not sure if it's good. But um, Hyper Dimension Neptunia, which of course has gone on to have a whole bunch of games in that series. Sure. Infinity Blade. Uh, Met- Metro Metro 2033 launched in 2010. Huh. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Which is crazy because uh, we're almost halfway there from when they launched Metro 2033. And now we're in 2020. We're almost to 2033. Wow. Yeah. Nino we'll Kuni see. came out that year, so that was the start of at least a two-part franchise so far. That's I think what we'll surprised get... me is like some of the games you're like, holy crap, they're ten years old. Like yep. it doesn't feel like they're ten years yep. old. Nino Kuni dropped in 2010. Uh, the SteamWorld franchise got going with SteamWorld Dig in 2010, and Xenoblade Chronicles, which I realized was kind of part of a larger somewhat of a spinoff from Xeno Gears and Xeno Saga. I get it, but Xenoblade Chronicles, as we know, that series came out in 2010 oh yeah so they were like spiritual successors because i think it was like the same kind of developers same people Mm -hmm. um but yeah saga like saga was on the ps2 yes which was supposed to be i think like a spiritual successor to xeno gears Gears, and there was supposed to be like six episodes it was supposed to be this huge long thing i think yeah they ended up only doing three of them but i will tell you this uh Xeno Saga was a much more it, it connected to Xeno Gears in much more obvious ways. Everything from the the mechs that you would use and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and even some of the themes in the story. Xenoblade Chronicles to me doesn't have anything from either of those franchises. Yeah. But anyway, that got kicked off in 2010. If you guys had to guess, what do you think was maybe the highest scored game of 2010 on Metacritic and on um, there's a couple other gamer sites that kind of did an accumulation. Any ideas? I already know what it is. Oh, you do. <laughs> All right, well, it was uh, Mario Galaxy 2, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, okay. It had a, like 97. a 98 or something, yeah. Yeah, so I love that game. Really, really great. I still am hoping, I'm holding out hope that they'll put out a, a Galaxy collection on the Switch. I, I wish totally they would those. because I will admit I wasn't a big fan of the Wii. The only time I would use it is if I could play a game without having to use, like, Wii controls. Yeah. yeah. Um, so All you needed those... for that was that you could the second player could point at the screen to collect crystals, yeah. and then there, you could shake the remote to have him do a spin move. But otherwise, you were controlling well, it I like played, Mario game. I played 
Mario Galaxy like for a couple of levels, but that was back when I was like, I don't care about platformers. I think yeah. that was when I was starting to decline from that. So I never got into the the love that Mario Galaxy got. I was like, it's okay. And then and Mario you Galaxy it? Two came out, and I the bought Galaxy it one. I don't even think I ever even played it. I had, I had the first one, and I think I played like a a few hours of it. But like for some reason, it didn't click with me. I don't know yeah. why. I, I know that they're really Probably popular, but of the Wii crap. I mean, I, th- I think the I Wii know. controller really hurt it. I will say this: as far as Wii games go, it's one of the prettiest. And I think if they yeah. gave it like a just a quick once over with a little bit of an upgrade, it would still look great on the Switch. And also, it had this amazing orchestral music. So they just really upped the ante with the music uh, with that thing. So, but I, what I was gonna great. say is that is a collection I I would want. Even though yeah. I'm a bigger Mario Sunshine fan. I would actually want the Galaxy games to come to the Switch before Sunshine just because I haven't really invested any time in them. Whereas Sunshine, I beat it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was the last we've heard of the Mario Galaxy so far two-part series. I wouldn't be surprised if they either at some point make a Mario Galaxy 3 or if they just re- at least release a collection of this um, because those were really great. I see them uh, doing a two f- uh, Odyssey 2 before I, I do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Odyssey took a lot of things out of the playbook of Galaxy, the way that they built their worlds and the creativity yeah. of things. I would but, rather um, have a Mario Odyssey too. I would too. Odyssey is, other than like Super Mario World and Mario 64, just because of nostalgia, I'll admit. Yeah. Um, Odyssey's right up there with those two, though, as as my favorite. I think it's my favorite 3D one, or or it's tied with Mario 64. Yeah. Um, OnLive released in 2010. You guys remember OnLive? <laughs> Wasn't that like the first Stadia ever? Basically, yeah. at least that was the attempt. Yeah. So OnLive released that year. I didn't mark down when it was over. I think it only lasted a few years. Is um, Stadia rest in peace yet? No, no. They'll <laughs> no, waste more money on it for at least another year. Dan Phillips is uh, handing out buddy codes or whatever, so it's still alive. <laughs> uh, Xbox Live for the original Xbox was discontinued in 2010. So it was basically 360 or nothing uh, if you wanted to be online on the Microsoft consoles. Uh, the 3DS was revealed at E3 in 2010. So oh. the DS was, of course, just absolutely wreaking havoc in the marketplace, selling like crazy. And Nintendo was ready to to announce their next handheld device. The Wii was killing it as well. So both their two main consoles were at the top of the world, DS and Wii. They were making so much money. And I, I just remember, I remember that time wondering, like, what are they going to do next? Like, the Wii is clearly targeting a casual audience, and at least monetarily it paid off for them. As a gamer, I oftentimes felt ripped off. Um, sure. For every one great game, I felt like there were two, three hundred awful games uh, on the Wii. <laughs> Shovelware, they call it. What, yeah, that's just what it felt like. So, And same with the DS as well. There were so many DS games. Well, um, it's kind of happening with the Switch, too. It's to- Well, the good thing for well, Switch, at least, is that it's mostly on the bad. digital store. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. It's not, it's, I'm not talking like in the store yeah, if you went to gamestop back in the even now i guess in some some of them and you look through the wii rack you, you have That's to you terrible. have to go through so much garbage to get to anything decent people are jumping all over <laughs> that crap and i think i've got this next one right hopefully this is correct i believe this is the year that playstation plus launched on the ps3 mm-hmm. uh, it was in 2010 okay so, and that's the first time you started getting bonuses. And at some point, I don't, know if, I don't know if it was right away, but at some point they started offering access to free games for as long as you were a subscriber at that point. Yeah. So those are some of the main things from 2010. Um, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at some of the major games that released. We talked about Mario Galaxy 2 already, 
but I'll mention my favorite from that year. Um, don't hold me to it. Maybe if you ask me again tomorrow, it might be a little different. But for right now, as I glance through a list of some of the best uh, games of the year, I'm sure I missed some. But for me, Red Dead Redemption jumped out as the best game that year. Uh, I still hold it in very high esteem. I love that game. I think I still think it's one of Rockstar's best. So, uh, so I went through. That was what I was doing when you guys were texting all that nonsense. Um, <laughs> sure, sure. I do ignore y'all 99%. I don't even bother That's reading true. what y'all say. We know. We know. Derek thinks of... Uh, you two, and then there's a group of like... And I think I've said it before. There's like a group of seven or eight guys. I don't even have most of their numbers in my phone, so I don't know who they are. I just know it's Sasan, <laughs> his little boyfriend, Danny... And a few other people, and they talk. Not it's like a group of girls, like gossiping and talking. I hope they listen to the show and get mad at me, because I don't even read ninety percent of their crap, and they just talk and talk. I'll wake up the next day and I'll have like a hundred messages. That's Derek, it's no secret went. that you don't read it, because when we finally get to respond, you say like, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> Clearly, he thinks of us as a couple of gabbing ladies as well. So, and it's not like we're just like shooting the crap or whatever we're actually saying hey <laughs> what time do you want to record tonight crickets okay okay <laughs> okay all right so what i was gonna say is yeah. i was researching all the years and so 2010 was actually out of all the years we're doing tonight yeah was probably the the biggest surprise for me which one i picked and again i didn't go through every game so maybe i, I missed my true game of the year but I went through like hundreds of them, and Mass Effect 2 was the only one that stuck out. Now, the reason why that's a surprise, I'm a huge Mass Effect fan, but Mass Effect 2, at the time that it launched, I did not love it. Like, it was the weakest Mass Effect game, obviously, post launch, too, because I, I had had to have played Mass Effect 3. But, like, it didn't stick with me. Like I always, whenever we would do conversations about mass effect, I would always talk about how mass effect three was my favorite. Mass effect one was my second favorite. And mass effect two was like distantly down at the bottom. Right now I went back and played all three of them again. And before I Andromeda, played, right? And yeah. And before Andromeda. And I have to say mass effect two is definitely a better game than I gave credit for. My cr criticisms when it came out were mainly because I didn't like, and I've said this before, I didn't like that you were on this journey to save the universe and you were doing all these like petty, stupid side quests. Like, oh, in yeah. order to earn your trust, we're all dying. Why do I have to earn your trust? <laughs> like, and, and you have to go and do these stupid things. So that never made sense to me. But sure. once I got past that and just played the game, the shooting, the mm. even the stories, the characters. So much whole... better than one as far as the oh, gameplay yeah. goes. Yeah, and, and, and I understand why one is the way it is. That's why I always fought for it because people yeah. come in, they played. A lot of people played two before one because, if y'all don't remember, one was an Xbox 360 exclusive. Yep. So a lot of PS3 gamers played Mass Effect 2 way before they ever even got a shot at Mass Effect. And a lot of them criticized unjustly because they were, again, taking the game out of context. They were playing it after two. And now, like, what is this? Yes. And they're yeah. like, the gameplay sucks. But it was purposely done yeah. like that. It was it, it was more like uh, it was, was more like an uh, RPG. It was more like Coder than it was. Yes. Like, it was Coder with guns. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. Like you would shoot beep, beep, beep. 
and you could be like three like, feet away from the oh, guy. Wait, what would, what would you shoot again? <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Okay, you're like right. three no. three feet from the guy, and you're like, why did I yeah. not hit him? Yeah, because it's not you're shooting him with a tiny gun that goes beep beep beep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. Anyway, what was a what was a game I that jumped out at you? Tangent, but Mass Effect Two is a really good. Game. <laughs> it's a great pick. It's a classic. Um, Dan, what about you? So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say that it should I be Final Fantasy Thirteen, but it's not. That did come out in 2010, so it was Red Dead Redemption as well. Yeah, man. Because um, that did not have a convoluted story like, like Final Fantasy Thirteen. So yeah, <laughs> had one of the coolest stories and a really great kind of like the climax of that story for your main character and then the kind of epilogue type of section where you get to clean up some of the story, you know, some time has passed, but then it also leaves the world open to you to explore and hunt and do whatever else. So I, I love the I way that final fantasy 13, I didn't ever beat it, but I got pretty far. In it. I, I honestly would love for them to release a trilogy, like a remaster trilogy so I can replay them again, just so I can have a more fresh perspective. I mean, them, you're but... not going to like my answer and maybe you should do Cause you are a cheap butt and just do this like <laughs> later on. You're not going to buy a PC, but here's what I really think you well, should. I mean, do. I have a laptop. I could play them, but that's okay. fine. But what I was going to tell you to do is you can also get an Xbox One X. Don't do it now because it's too expensive. You wait until next gen starts. It's going to drop down to like 100, 150. You buy one. All the Final Fantasy games are native 4K. They look really good. They Mm. play really good on the Xbox One X. Well, I say all the Final Fantasy. All the Final Fantasy 13 games. Sure. So... And I mean, you can if you have a laptop that that's pretty good, it's gonna run those three games, so you you can pick them up on Steam for like five dollars. But there's no right. trophy. There's no trophies. I get no trophies on the laptop. God, I really hate you. So, <laughs> so I think 2010. It's fair to say was as I looked through the games as well. Just like Derek, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, I thought it was a really good year for game releases. 2010 was really strong. I, I did want to add to Red Dead though, like I and I'd have to actually think about it for a second, but like n- I, nothing left an impact on me with as far as like towards the end of the game. Not yeah. to get into specifics, like that game did. Like I can't yeah. think of anything up until that point. I played. Same. It's like wow. Well, and I'm different than you guys because I didn't beat the game. I played like a ton of hours and then i finished it what tim we were doing the show so it was yeah like two or three years ago <laughs> yeah i finished red dead obviously it doesn't have as big of an impact a because i already knew what happened and sure. b it's just old it doesn't it doesn't it you know doesn't. what i'm gonna give it a slight spoiler i'm just gonna tell you talk to you guys about this main moment because it's worth talking about so if you haven't played it yeah. and you really don't want to know skip ahead about two minutes right now yeah. Okay, you've been warned. All right. So there's a part at the end where the army has finally cornered John Marston in front of it's his the FBI, barn. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think it's or the Marshals, US Marshals yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So there's like they have like a crew, it looks like maybe 20 plus guys, and throughout the game you've got this skill of course, this dead eye where you can freeze time and then you can take your time aiming at different headshots and if you want to shoot hands to knock guns out of their hands, but there's too many. So it sends you in the dead eye mode. And I did. I was still holding out hope, like, all right, here's where the hero does something cool to get out of this, because they all have their guns pointed at him. Yep. And you do the best you can with the dead eye. You take out a whole bunch of guys, but the game does not give you anywhere near enough time to do it. And Marston dies. There's nothing you can do about it. He gets he just riddled with bullets. Violently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very Godfather-esque. Uh, Godfather yeah. at the uh, um, at that turnstile thing, you know, on the highway. It's very. It's like just like that moment. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought it was an incredible moment. I even. 
I'll be honest with you, I was pretty upset because I love that character. And I was like, this can't yeah. be true. Like, I think I messed it up. I wonder if there's yeah. two paths. So I went back oh, and tried yeah. it again, and I was like, dude, there's nothing you can do. Like, no. they, nope. this, this is the end of this guy. Which is what so. I think the end of, well, so we're still in spoiler. This actually bridges to Red Dead Redemption 2. Does that, does that sound cool? <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. haven't played Red Dead 2, mild spoilers. <laughs> keep, it really, keep it really general. So the end of Red Dead Redemption 2, you are Marston again. So it's like a, it's, it's a prequel. That's no, that's no surprise right. to folks, right? So it's almost like that in in of itself a redemption, yes, because of what happened in the first one. Yep. So yep. absolutely, yeah. I, I love just, those two games together yeah. are just masterful. Yeah. I love yeah. them. Okay, let's move on to 2011. Uh, gaming in 2011 was kind of an interesting year. I thought 2010 was a little better though in terms of games. In looking looking back on them, but 2011 had some interesting stuff. The one of the biggest uh, hardware moments was when the Nintendo 3DS was finally released, um, and not to a ton of sales or acclaim. So the DS, like I said, was breaking records like crazy, and the 3DS came out to a little bit of a whimper. Um, it was not great enough time though. It wasn't doing amazing. It did have some really cool games, but then it struggled to get enough a volume of games out that you couldn't play on the ds to really make a good case for it yet i remember they did an ambassador program where if you have if you had purchased it within the first three or four months then you got access to a a certain number of game boy advance and i think a couple of super nintendo games or something like that i forget what it was but they gave you a handful of ambassador titles to now download uh on including stuff like zelda the minish cap and uh, an old metroid game boy advance game some really cool mario games yeah a couple mario games so they tried to reward those who were, you know, jumping in early with them. But of course, we all know the 3DS had no trouble recovering and continued to do and has done really well for the next nine years. So yeah. as far as noteworthy moments, though, that was the year they had a pretty major earthquake in Japan that caused a whole bunch of issues with uh, ga- game development specifically. So that hit the gaming world in a weird way because it affected some developers over there. I didn't look up which games were delayed or canceled. I just know that the news talked about you know, certain developers could not continue or whatever. Um, but I remember that being a pretty a pretty devastating thing. Uh, Nintendo then, with the success of the 3DS, obviously decided now's a good time to announce the Wii U. So they announced the Wii U. It's so funny that they kind of had, at least at the beginning of those two consoles, 3DS and Wii U, they just really had a hard time. Because <laughs> um, both of them the were... Both of them were so similar to their predecessor, I think they struggled to really give you the value proposition. Well, like, like 3DS the Wii- was more powerful, and you had a 3D slider, which was like, okay, maybe. And what's up? Do you need something? <laughs> what? No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Good night. He's talking to his wife. It's getting, all, my- it's getting all dad. Yeah, my dad mode. My son wants something. Close the door. All right. Anyway, uh, so anyway, the Wii U I think didn't do enough. I, a lot of people saw the console well, and were like, "Is this a Wii?" And they just well, added right. the, an was, iPad. Unbearably, <laughs> just un. It is just You're so bad stupid. how they advertised it. They they You're showed just the pad. I knew exactly what it is, and I okay. My Wii. But regular people just saw a pad, and they were like, "The Wii U." Like I think they just the sales the... speak for themselves there yeah. on, on how well <laughs> they, they did. Because I showed up to GameStop that Sunday morning to pick up my brand new system, pre-ordered, pre-ordered a bunch of games. I well, didn't come out to the next year, but yeah, the and advertising show was up, terrible. And guess what? Me and one other guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Where with the Wii, you couldn't find it for months and months and months and months and months. So anyway, it was a good idea there, but they just didn't execute it well at all in the beginning, for sure. Like it got a little bit better, but not really because the sales were basically a switch. Um, Yeah, you can't take it as far, but they just didn't do a good job of like explaining it. And their other thing they did is they screwed up the way it looked. They made it look too toyish, like it's a kid's toy. That's true. I I would actually argue that the biggest mistake was calling it the Wii U. I think they should have given it a completely unique name. What made the Wii the Wii was the fact you had these motion controllers and your grandma could stand there and play Wii bowling with you or whatever else. Like it was, it was a, it was a casual console. And the Wii U was kind of the assumption would be oh maybe it's an upgraded Wii but it didn't play anything like it i know you could still use the remotes and stuff with it but it just had a very different look and feel and it was it was not well, as much for the casual the, gamer the vibes for the Wii or not the vibes but like the i think the reason why they call it the Wii was supposed to be like they were kind of really trying to shove down your throat like we play like us playing yeah, group of you and me playing. together and then of course yeah. the two eyes are the two remotes so i totally right. get it and then um, Wii U is like well we and then just yep. me like it's like yep. that doesn't me even make any sense like but i think 2011 is a significant year for nintendo because that started the downturn for the next six years where outside of handheld stuff they kind of struggled to keep pace um mm-hmm. but that was also the year that sony announced the playstation vita so there were rumors going all throughout 2009 2010 also did well <laughs> and uh, yeah i know but the vita finally uh was announced officially at the beginning of 2011 uh, a couple co- companies that formed that year that are notable, they're just for indie games, though. So if you like sh- uh, Shovel Knight, that's when Yacht Club Games formed. Yeah. Um, and they didn't they didn't release Shovel Knight until three years later, but um, that's when they formed. And then Chucklefish also formed that year, and they've made uh-huh. games that I love, like Stardew nice. Valley and, and Wargroove. And, uh, a couple new franchises that year, L.A. Noire. Uh, Minecraft, of course. That was the big year. I mean, Minecraft had been in all wow. kinds of different alpha phases and things like that earlier. But that was kind of the official wide release was 2011. That's crazy. And also the Toys to Life thing was running hot and heavy <laughs> with Skylanders that year. Skylanders hit in 2011 as well. Yep. So what do you think uh, was the – there's actually two. There's a tie for highest rated games. You guys already looked this up too? No, I didn't look up highest rated for any of these. But Any guesses? 2011 games? Is it, is it Skyrim? Skyrim's tied for first. Yep. Nice. Tied for first with Batman Arkham City ah, as yes. the highest rated, sense. as the highest reviewed game. I love Arkham City. Um, so there you go. All right, so yeah, my favorite game. The weakest one to me, too. Yeah, I liked Arkham Asylum more, um, but I did like Arkham City a lot. Um, my favorite game from that year, and I do think it still holds up, is Portal 2. I think it was one of the funniest and most clever, really clever usage of environments, the, the puzzles they had, and of course, the the um, the actual portals that you use. It was amazing the way that they had you utilize those to solve puzzles. It was also really funny. Having Stephen Merchant voice your buddy Wheatley was brilliant. Um, they had a few other remaining actors that did some really funny dialogue as well. So I love, love, love Portal 2. What did you guys like from that year? Go ahead, Dan. Uh, uh, well, so Skyrim for sure. Um I love that. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's practically a joke now because of how many times they've re-released the game. But yeah, um, yeah, I was I was unbearably excited for when that came out, and yep. it's still one of my favorite games for sure. It's it, a lot of people prefer Morrowind or Oblivion to it. Um, Do they? But, I thought Skyrim was generally. 
I mean, Skyrim is very one. popular, but I, I swear a lot of people do prefer those those more. Maybe that's changed over the years, but... We call those tryhards. Sure. I was going to say, Probably. I think Skyrim is playing on my PC. the more popular my one. But when you have, like, those uh, cool gamers that are like... <laughs> the PC gamers, PC nerds, right? <laughs> yeah, the ones with their zits on their faces <laughs> and all that. Uh, uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Dead Space 2 also, because that's, like, a close second for me. Oh, yeah, I forgot that came out that year. Yeah, Dead okay. Space is excellent. So nice. I love that series. Derek, what'd you like from 2011? So I went through a long list, and uh, this was probably the weakest year out of the years we're covering tonight. But I went with Mortal Kombat, the reboot. I went based off of not only like the love for the game, but I also thought about it. I was like, what's the game that you remember from that year that you just played a ton of? And it was that game. Hmm. That was the last fighter that I, not only did I just go in and beat the story, but I beat the story multiple times. And which Mortal Kombat was that one? Playing. It was Mortal Kombat 9. 9. So okay. that was like the soft reboot? So, yeah. yeah. And nice. I just, I, that was the first game I ever went to a uh, midnight release to. And that was the first one that NetherRealm developed, right? Because they had just formed the year before and yeah. they released, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the following year they released Mortal Kombat. Absolutely outstanding nice. game. Yeah. Uh, overwhelmingly positive uh, reception on MK9. People were excited about the direction. Well, they revived it, and then so. they basically did like the story of Mortal Kombat one, two, and three. Like it yeah. was super cool. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we move on to 2012. 2012 was an interesting year because uh, all the companies were getting ready to launch some stuff. Wii U, of course, was going to launch this year, towards the end of the year in 2012. And then PlayStation and Microsoft were both prepping their systems and knowing they were probably going to release the following holiday. So 2012 was an interesting year. Um, the, the consoles that released that year that I'm aware of, at least, were the PlayStation Vita. Uh, came out in Japan, actually, at the end of 2011, but everywhere else in 2012. Uh, the 3DS XL, which I would argue is the superior uh, version of the 3DS console outside of the new 3DS stuff that they've got out. And PS3 Super Slim. Dropped right then. I think this is about the time you started to see PS3 uh, not just catching up with 360, but actually overtaking it in terms of regular console sales. They were just starting to come back on Microsoft. Yeah. They were starting to be PlayStation again, you know? Yeah, they really were, were regaining their mojo uh, at this yeah. point in their cycle. Um, and then Wii U also dropped in 2012. Um, of all those, I currently own a Vita, and I think we've got probably three or four 3DSs in the house somewhere, but I don't own a PS3 or a Wii U. I skipped both of those. So How dare you? How dare you? You don't even deserve <laughs> to be on the show anymore. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. I mean, to I mean, be fair... PS3 was outstanding. Is it at the level of the PS4? No. 360 but was better. pretty freaking close. Well, no, 360. but it's the same story... Like, look, I love my 360. It was my favorite console. It was better. But the PS3 had a ton, a ton of exclusives that were yeah. way better than Arguably the, yeah. the best exclusive that looking, generation. Looking though. back on it, it's like, whoa, there was a lot that I missed out on. Thankfully, most of them have been re-released and I've had a chance to play in various collections and whatever else, thankfully. But yes, there were a ton that I missed out on uh, that at the moment I had so much to play on the 360 um, that I just didn't really sweat it too much. Um, so here's, uh, the new, only new franchise that I could find that was the significant franchise that I could find that was introduced in 2012 was Dishonored came out that year. And, um, I believe Crazy. that is a pretty great franchise. I like it a lot. 
Um, the highest rated game. What's that? You sounded like I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> a little bit dumb and dumber. Uh, the highest rated game of that year, according to Metacritic, was uh, The Walking Dead, a Telltale game. Ah. Just got rave yeah. reviews. It was yeah. kind of a revival of the point and click adventure storytelling kind of game. Play the final season, kids. Play the final season. Yep. I, I loved that fun. game. That won a lot of Game of the Year awards as well. Um, Xbox Smart Glass was announced that year. <laughs> You guys sure. smart glass? How's that going? Sure. Yeah, it's going really well. <laughs> it's going almost as well as something that their rival Sony announced in that same E3, Wonderbook. They're both oh, doing. Oh man, I remember they're that. They're both doing great. That Wonderbook E3 was, was it was right in the middle. They they were like, yeah, yeah so they Wonderbook. were killing it. And then they, they were they, were they knew like, the hey. next year they were going to talk about yeah. brand new hardware, and they had a ton to talk about. But this year they were like, uh, let's make a book. <laughs> ridiculous yeah it was the harry potter stuff it, it was, was the like harry, harry potter, potter stuff yep 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 so you could make an argument that with this year being a relatively weaker year for microsoft and sony as they were kind of reloading getting ready to fire the next year nintendo should have just destroyed but yeah they well, did that's not the issue to be fair too, the, the, the 3ds did start killing it this year though in right. 2012 the 3ds started really taking off but, but the wii u like especially power wise specifically was like yeah. already like obsolete like yeah, they were like, like so you know. now it's finally on par somewhat with the 360 that's nice yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah, yeah. So. yep um so for me the fate my favorite game i could think of from 2012 as i looked through the list the one that jumped out at me that i got the most time in and i had the most fun with was fire emblem awakening absolutely loved that game. I, don't get me wrong, I loved Walking Dead and, and some of the other games from that year, but Fire Emblem Awakening, it still might be, as much as I love stuff like Three Houses, I think Awakening still might be my favorite in the whole franchise uh, up to this Awakening point. Awakening is definitely my favorite, but yeah, it's, it's also the first one that I really dove into. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Derek, what did you like from 2012? What game? Uh, hands down, Mass Effect 3. Okay. One of the best games ever. So. Better but than the ending. The ending than was drama. terrible. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the entire game is the ending. I hate everybody. There's three choices, and you pick one, and blah blah blah. So I'm at GameStop, right? And I'm trading in my Xbox One X, and so that's a process. Well, anyways, they always do those like little videos and stuff, and they're interviewing this guy. I have no idea who he is, but he has something to do with PlayStation. Okay. And he's basically going over his top five games of. Well, what we're doing, the decade, though. Okay. And he gets the Mass Effect 3, right? And the first thing he says, because the, the guy is like, oh, Mass Effect 3, you know, that ending, he's like, the game is the ending. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, while she's trading my stuff, I was like, thank you. I love this guy. I don't know who he is. I did this right in front of the girl ringing me up. I'm like, I love this guy. I've been saying this for like a decade. The whole game is the ending, you freaking idiots. And she's like, I wasn't even born when that game came out. Yeah. yeah What's yeah, Mass right. Effect? <laughs> what? Um, all right. So that was, tw- was trash. Oh, yeah. Dan, what did you like from 2012? Um, well, 2012 seemed like the weakest when I was scrolling through, but um, I li- I picked uh, Hitman Absolution. Oh, yeah. That was a good was one. A big, I was a big fan of that. Blood Money was the first one I actually had ever played. But uh-huh. then I played this one. I was like, "This is like way better than more, than more actiony. The shooting was more fun. They did a yeah. better job with it. Yeah, it was just so much you can do in that game. Um, shout out to Spec Ops: The Line as well. Oh, that game was nuts. Yeah, yeah, that That's... game kind of uh, kind of shifted the paradigm a little bit from what you normally get from a military shooter. Yeah, it's yeah. almost kind of like um, what was it uh, Hellblade there? Like a little, it yeah. kind of 
takes a page out of that uh, mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was scrolling through and nothing was sticking out to me really, but. So I had a hard time picking for 2010 and for 2012. Those are the two that I uh, liked the most. 2013 was pretty decent too. It was 2014 that came across to me as one of the weaker ones, but we'll get to that uh, here in a couple minutes. All right. So that was 2012. Let's move on to 2013. 2013 was an interesting year because we had two major hardware uh, launches. Actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and call it three. The Ouya came out that year. Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> don't forget the Ouya. Um, Nintendo also I released won't. a new format that October, right before PS4 and Xbox One. Nintendo's like, don't forget about us. And they released the 2DS, um, sure. which turned out to be, I think, a pretty brilliant move. Let's, cre- let's release a cheaper version minus the 3DS tech. Let's save ourselves some money. And let's give everyone a very easy entry and pretty much let's just bundle it with Mario Kart 7 and call it a day. And that worked. And I think that kept working for like six more years. They kept selling that thing Um, before they had to do the new models, you know, the new 2DS, new 3DS. But you might as well take out the the irrelevant 3D because, you know, what was the point of still having it there? That's true. Uh, The PS really use it. PS4 and Xbox One, of course, also came out that November within a week of each other. So that was pretty significant. But before we get to the releases of those consoles, there's more to talk about with how they were both announced and how Sony and and uh, Microsoft took shots at each other, which was pretty fantastic. It was. Um, but before we get there, let's talk about some new franchises that came out that year. Uh, it was kind of interesting to see um, these franchises that you kind of forget that at one point they didn't exist. So Injustice finally uh, became a thing that year, Injustice franchise. I believe that was another realm as well. It was. Um, so that franchise came to be also The Last of Us, which we can now call a franchise because it's had kind of a, at least one spinoff. Yeah, DLC, but kind of felt like its own little side game with the Did Left Behind game. Did you finish that game, Tim? Yeah, I played Left Behind, uh, Last of Us and the Left Behind DLC both. Mm-hmm. You played it on the PS4? I did. The remastered version, yep. Okay. Um, really liked it. Really liked it a lot. So at first I played and I thought, the gameplay isn't my favorite. And the second time I was like, you know what? How about I just play it the way they want me to instead of the way that I want to play it? And I enjoyed it a lot more when I actually kind of did what the game told me to. I was trying to play it more like Uncharted and it wasn't working. So um, so anyway, I enjoyed it a lot more and and I cannot wait for part two uh, this spring, hopefully. Uh, Disney Infinity came that out that year. That was their answer to Skylanders from the year before. So Toys to Life was just really kicking at that point. Tons and every time you, any game store you went to, or toy store for that matter, just had tons of Toys to Life packages all over the place. Um, sure at this did. Point. So yeah, there was lots of them. When did Amiibos start? Do we do we have a date? Twenty six, fifteen, sixteen, something was like that. It? Okay. Okay. I think. Well, yeah. uh, we might get to that because I, I I didn't have that in this first five years. So I think it must have been right, after. Right. Um, okay. That probably that would have jumped out. I think that's pretty major. Yeah. Um. Highest rated game of 2013 was Grand Theft Auto 5. You know, funnily enough, uh, right. because that game re-released the next year on uh, next-gen consoles, it was the highest rated game of the next year as well. But yeah, we, pretty we'll, much, we'll, yeah. Basically, I had to skip past <laughs> that one for the next year. But GTA 5 was the highest rated game of 2013. And um, one of my favorites of the year, but it didn't quite win for my personal pick. Uh, a major uh, publisher and developer, THQ, closed in 2013. Yep. So they declared bankruptcy in 2012 and then officially closed its doors in 2013 and stayed dormant for a little bit. We'll come back to them later on this decade. But let's talk a little bit about Microsoft and Sony. So 2013 has arrived. Everyone knows they're going to announce their new consoles. 
so Sony gets out going first. They decide they're going to announce theirs and reveal the PS4 first. And they announce it. They reveal it. But they don't give us things like price or, or things like that. They were still holding off on a few key details we wanted. But we knew a lot about the PS4. And then a couple months later, Microsoft has their big event. And I think if they would have done something similar and just announced here's what it is and just given you some details but not everything, they might have been better suited to compete <laughs> right out of the gate. But instead, they really pulled back the curtain and were almost too honest. And they had the, the idiot Don Matrick get up and say some <laughs> stuff that was like, uh, what did he, ju- did he just say? Get a second ju- no, that was Sony who said that with PS3. Get a second with job, the right? PS, yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't say get a second job. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was. I'm mixing up my history there. That was Sony. But um, Don Matrick had some really silly stuff to say. He had something oh. about like Xbox 360. He he made like a comment about like anybody who who just wants to like stay with their Xbox 360 is stupid or something. Or like they'll be irrelevant. <laughs> Or, yeah, or if you want to play your, oh, it was backwards compatibility, maybe. And he was like, if you want to play those, just keep your Xbox 360. It was was also the um, the only online, like the the system had to be online. You couldn't share games. So that was in May. And the next month was E3. And I like to imagine that in the Sony headquarters, as they're prepping for E3, they have their their stuff pretty much totally ready. They're pretty much ready to go for E3 and they're fine-tuning things. And then Microsoft decides to do this. And then I think Sony must have had some meetings like, guys, <laughs> we've got to do some stuff here. Oh, so yeah. they went ahead and put together all kinds of things to essentially, they just saw that Microsoft had left themselves wide open for a bunch of haymakers and uh, and they took them. They just went for it. They Everything sure from the did. pricing to how you share games with each other, the really sarcastic video of here's how you share a game and yeah. you handed it to them, you know. It was a Shuhei Yoshida and then... um. Yep. Was it Adam Boyle, I think? That's, that the, sounds the, right. That little video. Yeah. Adam Boyle, maybe. Yeah. That, yeah Adam they, Boyle. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, I think the problem with Microsoft was is they were so excited. And to, to be fair, like, I know it's easy to crap on them, but to <laughs> yeah, be fair. Yeah, fun too. Well, and they deserve it to a yeah. certain extent. But they were super excited because they were really trying to change how we game. And oh, if, yeah. if people were smart, they, you don't hear anybody say it now. Everything that they were announcing, we're all doing. And we're all excited we're all about it now. We're all yes. online, like, yes. at almost at all times. But it was too and soon. if you're not online, yeah. you lose access to your games most of the time. Yes. Um, but everything they were talking about, we're doing now. It was their problem was they were so excited to get it out there, thinking they're in their heads, they're thinking people are going to love to hear this. But they messaged it in such a Listen. way. Even I was not ready to transition from physical to digital at that yeah. time. They, and they I mis- had already they just misread, buying digital. Yeah. They misread the market. They misread the industry. Yeah. Everyone they knew it was going up, there, but they, they went too quick. They were ahead of everybody else, and Sony jumped on it. Sony, I guarantee, was already planning to do stuff very similar to what Microsoft announced. Sure. It's just they were like, eh. Microsoft totally screwed up. We're yeah. just going to rip them to shreds, and they took advantage Ma- of that. Microsoft basically pulled up a Sony with the PS3, because yeah. when PS3 came out, they were, like, so cocky, oh. and they're like, hey, this that, is That was the get-a-second-job thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, so, like, Microsoft came out, you know, trying to swing, and, well, yeah, that didn't happen. So. And they whiffed. Yes. So, yeah, 2013 was a pretty major year. Of course, those two systems launched uh, within a week of each other in November, and... 
the PS4 got out to such a head start and they just never looked back. And of course, now they are in record breaking status. Um, that doesn't mean the Xbox One was a flop. It was not like Wii U oh, style flop. Very it, successful. Very successful console. It's And we've talked about it a lot. It's right now my preferred place to play um, third party. But it wasn't until the X came out. I thought the original Xbox One was fine, but not that much better or different than the ps4 the x is what really got well, me. it was worse so, i mean yeah like i I, bu- I bought it and i like it because it did have some exclusives that right. i like right i do like microsoft exclusives and i think a lot of people do they just when they release them many. they're great yeah they just don't have as many as as sony but even me uh going into this gen i was obviously more excited for the xbox one because i love my 360 and i was super excited for killer instinct but once I started doing research on all the third-party games, kind of like what Tim did with the One X now, same thing I'm doing when I play on consoles. If it's third-party, I get it on the One X. I don't bother with my PS4 Pro. It's usually not as powerful. And, God, it sounds like a freaking jet. No, no, I'm it's so off. over it. So yeah. loud. But anyways, um, the Xbox One... Once I did the research, I was like, I'm not – and this hurt my feels. Like my, I was upset <laughs> I had to do this. I had all these PlayStation 4 games, and I'm like, but I'm an Xbox guy. And I bought them on the PS4 because everything was 1080p, 1080p, yeah. and Xbox One was 720p. Might get to 900p, but I doubt it. You know, and it was <laughs> like – But I doubt <laughs> But yeah. that, that, that was the – the way it was, and I, I always go that way. Whoever's yeah. better, I'm going to go that way. But yeah. I've always said I prefer Xbox. You know, we look American, at, baby. When we Donald look back Trump, at Trump 2020, <laughs> Microsoft, All Xbox, right. let's oh, go. When we look back at the last two gen, we look back at the last two gens, I think it's obvious that the 360 <laughs> had a head start on PS3 and demolished it for a majority of that time. Of course, PS3 ended up catching up and just barely, but they did pass it. Um, but I think. You could make an argument that the PS3 was kind of the most improved console during that run. And this yeah. time around, I think it's Xbox One. I don't think they're – of course, they're not going to get close to the PS4 sales numbers. That's fine. But they have done such a good job at recovering from what was a pretty disastrous start. Um, so right now, of course, we're talking 2013. The start was not great. Their launch was not amazing. Um, but I think they recovered quite well to, to maintain their foothold I mean, in the industry. So I think in, we don't have to talk about it long cause we've got all this year to talk about it, but I really think the series X has an opportunity to, they're not going to pass the PS five. I think PS five is going to come out. I know we don't have any data or anything. So unless Sony comes out and they're like PS five, $800, <laughs> get three jobs guys. I really <laughs> think they're going to do second five. mortgage. <laughs> I think they're going to do fine. But I think that if the Series X can come out, if 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 Microsoft can finally, I've been waiting like six years, if they can finally come out and say, hey, we're more than just Halo and Gears. Here's Fable 4. Here's five new IPs. Like If they can just blow the doors off and just go, we have been holding back. You guys have been mocking us for the last three years. We've been intentionally holding back for this brand new console. Here we go. Here's all the exclusives. Exactly. And here's all, yeah, here's all the they, power. I mean, this isn't a big deal, but like they even they never skip a year of Forza. Nobody talked about it. Forza didn't come out. Why? It'll be out with launch. They're all prepping yeah. it. They'll, they'll be launching with it. They held back from everything. Yeah, I'm excited for this year's E3. I, I hope that 
I know Sony will probably do a state of play video. Nintendo will do their direct and then so and Microsoft will have their press conference between those three that I assume will all happen around that E3 mid June date. I'm, I'm excited for what we're going to learn. Um, all right. So my favorite game from 2013, as I looked through it, there was a lot that I liked. I mentioned, I love GTA five, but I had to go with Assassin's Creed Four black flag. It's a, a absolute blast. I, I'm still loving my replay through on the switch right now. And uh, I really love Black Flag. So I think it was the it was a great evolution for that series. I was bummed when the next step in the series went back to just cities. I mean, the good news is it was, um, I think the next year was Unity. It was. Yeah, I love it. And you, they man. did Rogue. So I was a little disappointed that the main new console one was Unity. Of course, now that I finally have played it, I do like that game. Uh, Syndicate, of course, was the best, I think, city-only one that they made uh, of that ilk, but uh ac4 black flag just holds a special place in my heart i loved the pirate setting and the tropical you know sailing from island to island and exploring i just loved it loved it four was a good um like kind of almost like f you to everybody because of three yes because <laughs> three yeah. just like didn't did not like fans did not like three yeah the, the modern day stuff terrible four like... is not amazing they give you some interesting things to go around this office building and you know break into people's computers and explore stuff but for yeah. the most part i just want to be the pirate and, uh, and do piracy well, stuff. But. You know, like I've seen, Jesse, I, I've seen Jesse. I've seen Jesse White post before. He's like, I actually like the modern day stuff, and then like other people, are like you're an idiot. And I'm like, no, I agree with Jesse. Like, in the, the, I agree the, with Jesse. The thing is, is like the way that three ended just completely put them in in a in a corner, and then they've been trying to like dig themselves out of that corner, and it's just all right. over the place. Right. It's just not. It's not connected in a fluid way like this potential there they're just not like they really... still use the same modern day characters well they're they've kind of backed off from well those people were that were with desmond right yeah. yeah yeah but then they don't now they don't they just kind of disappeared like i don't even know where they are they don't even bring them into the games anymore. yeah there's not enough continuity there with with desmond you had some continuity and it was interesting but now and i'm cool with you or right, spoilers killing off desmond I'm cool with that. I thought that was cool. But do it for a reason and then have some cool aftermath stuff. That Boom. But they they did that because of a bunch of whiners. They killed him off, and then they half but shoehorned in present-day stuff. And it yeah. does, all it is is basically present-day stuff. You just walk around to get like to see how the Assassin's Creed universe is connected. That's By the it. way, they do like, have some really the else. best thing about that is as you hack into certain computers, most of that's optional. You can find some really cool Easter eggs, whether it's for what ended up being upcoming AC games, which was cool. They had some cool yeah. teasers on games they were actually working on. Um, but also just some stuff of like, I don't know if they'll ever make this, but they're talking about different time periods, like all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. some of that stuff was really cool. They had a lot of fun Easter eggs for you know, fans of the of the AC franchise. But that was my favorite. Uh, Derek, what did you like from 2013? So this was a tough one. I don't think the overall the whole year was good as far as amount of games, but it had the two games that from that generation were easily the best. Um, and I ended up picking Bioshock Infinite over The Last of Us. Um, How dare Bioshock you? Bioshock Infinite is just... <laughs> I don't know. I've beat that game like five or six times, which I've beat The Last of Us four or five times. Is it because um, there's always a lighthouse, Derek? Is it because of the lighthouse? <laughs> That's always, what it is. There's always a lighthouse. It's because I was trying to look up her skirt the whole time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense, then. Yep. No, that makes sense. No, and whereas 
Ellie, that's not happening. Is a yeah, as a child. So well, she's not. Let's not cross hot. a line. Let's, let's not cross a line. Well, you're talking about the child part. She's not hot. Tim, uh, shut it down. Shut it down, Tim. <laughs> shut it down right now. <laughs> How many times you gotta censor me? By the way, folks, if you're listening to the show, Tim censored me last week, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> he cut out my Kobe Bryant joke. I made a funny kobe bryant death joke hey, let me tell joke. you right now what it was <laughs> no we uh the, to be fair that was before we had started recording so no you yeah. knew you yeah. knew you could add it you didn't want to. <laughs> all right so just tell us what your favorite game is so we can move on bioshock infinite oh, okay good it's amazing Dan. it's one of the greatest games ever i love that game Dan. all right well uh, derek is wrong the greatest one of the greatest games is last of us obviously yeah it's a very impactful two, emotional so ride of yeah. a man oh, trying to protect I cried him. like 27 times. That's man. fine. I have a heart and a soul and you don't, so that's okay. Yeah, it was hard for me to pick between AC4, uh, Last of Us and GTA 5. Those were I AC, loved all yeah. three of those. AC4 again so. was a good re- a good return to something fun and Either one of you like Grand Theft Auto 5 or did not really oh, do yeah, it for no, you? Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. I like I mean, it, but I'm, what they I'm not a Rockstar guy. They can okay. suck. I mean, like, but right. switching between three characters, like, that was insane. Oh, all right. He, he said this fucking <laughs> rockstar. All right. All right. Now, uh, last year that we'll go over for this week, and then we will move on to stuff we're playing and wrap up. But let's talk about 2014. I could not find any major consoles or tech that was released that year. So listeners or you two guys, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. I mean, the main console creators had just put out major um, hardware the year before. And that doesn't include Nintendo. The 2DS was, at this point, kind of hitting on all cylinders as well. So Nintendo was fully supporting that. They were, at this point, I think it's fair to say, in total development and R&D mode for what ended up being the Switch. Um, So they were supporting their portables. Wii U still had a couple of marquee games that were on the way. And um, so I think they were kind of on the quiet, quite on the front of hardware. And of course, Microsoft and Sony didn't want to interrupt whatever momentum they each had with their consoles. So they just kept plowing ahead. With their main consoles. So nothing major in terms of consoles and tech that year that I could find. Uh, Amazon Game Studios and Tokyo RPG Factory both formed that year in 2014. Ah, nice. Um, I can think of games, of course, that Tokyo RPG Factory has made, but I can't think of anything Amazon Game Studios has made. I know they have made some. They but... haven't made anything yet, but there was there was something recently that was announced that is from them. It's something Lord of the Rings related. I could be wrong. Is that, but... is that I the one they with... were the ones that took there was a there was a developer that made Killer Instinct and I thought Amazon Games like bought them out. So then they Microsoft might have. had to find somebody else. So it's like weird that they never did anything because I don't think Amazon's ever made a game. Yeah, so those were the two notable companies that I that that came to mind. There's a bunch of closures as well. We'll get to those. Um, some of the new franchises that came out that year, twenty fourteen, Destiny. Dropped in 2014. Oh. The Evil, The Evil Within dropped in 2014. Titanfall nice. dropped in 2014. And I listen. I know Lord of the Rings is not a new franchise. I get it. But Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor to me felt like a new franchise set in that universe. So I put that in there. Um, if for no other reason, I just want to talk again about the Nemesis system. It's one of the coolest things. I so consider it new. They, yeah, it's, it's a new ever franchise. made that game. Yeah, it's a new franchise. Um, just like I would consider, for example, the recent Star Wars. A fallen order thing that's a new franchise set in the star wars universe yeah if they make a sequel yeah. assuming they make a sequel 
Um, highest scored like game, that. highest scored game of 2014 that I could find, at least that wasn't a re-release. So Last of Us and Grand Theft Auto V both had re-releases that year, whether it was to new consoles or the remastered version of Last of Us. But as far as new games go, it was Super Smash Brothers Wii U that yeah. got the highest uh, cumulative score that I could find. Yeah, it was a little lower than previous years. Previous years it was 96 and 97s, um, but 2014 the highest one I could find was 92, and that was Super Smash Bros. Wii U. Um, the first year that the Game Awards, which used to be the Spike Video Game Awards or whatever, um, now officially the Game Awards, this is the first year they launched those. And you guys will both be happy to know, of course, the winner that year was Dragon Age Inquisition. Obviously. Was the best game of, of 2014 for the Game Awards. <laughs> Um, MLB 2K was discontinued in 2014. So I think since then we've that's, only had the show since that's then. That's true. That's true. Uh, PlayStation Now was announced early on in 2014. I'm not sure what, exactly when it launched. I think it might have been the next year. I can't remember. But um, PlayStation Now was announced in 2014. Well, they bought that one. Co- they bought that company that I think I'm assuming that did some streaming, it. right? Yeah, I, I can't remember yeah. their name right now, but yep. So they announced their plans for PlayStation Now, at least. Uh, Microsoft acquired Mahjong Studio that year and, of course, decided to continue releasing Minecraft and supporting it and updating it and releasing DLC across all these other platforms. That was the first time we were like, oh, Microsoft is going to play nice. That's interesting. Um, But they acquired Mahjong as well as they acquired the Gears franchise from Epic Games. I had completely forgotten that they didn't own the Gears franchise, but they acquired full rights to the Gears franchise at that point. Interesting. we know assigned it to Coalition to, to take on from there. Derek, I'm sorry to say this is the year that Irrational Game Studio shut down. The year after Bioshock Infinite came out, Irrational went bye-bye. I'll um, survive. I, I actually don't need it. I know they, they're playing on releasing another Bioshock. I actually I don't think they need to. With 2K? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a big it's a big series. Like, it's a popular yes. series. So. They'll, they'll, they'll release another entry in it. Um, Facebook acquired Oculus VR that year as well. So a lot of acquisitions going on in 2014. It feels like everyone was kind of, it was like a lot of pieces being moved around the board without any actual like attacks or whatever happening. If you think of like a, like a strategy game, they were just getting themselves into position, all these different um, acquisitions and things like that. So, um, so Nordic, for example, they acquired the THQ publishing rights. And so now of course we know THQ Nordic releases those and other games, um, and I think they're doing quite well for themselves. Activision revived Sierra Entertainment. They acquired those rights and revived it to create the new King's Quest. And I'm sure they've done a few other things I'm not aware of, but they definitely did King's Quest. Uh, brought Sierra back from the dead. Hmm. Uh, EA Access launched on the Xbox One that year as well. And so those of you who had EA Access, you could get early access to, of course, their EA Sports lineup, as well as some other EA games. Dragon um, Age. Like Dragon Age. I believe you could get access to that early that year. Um, That's why I bought it. That E3 was a pretty major one. Not only did you have games like Crackdown 3 announced. (laughs) We only had to wait five years for that one. Sure. You also had Bloodborne announced, which you only had to wait one year for. And then you had Uncharted 4 announced, which you had to wait two years for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are both announced. It's all in the same E3. And on the Nintendo side, they announced and kind of showed a teaser of the fir- of the next Zelda for Wii U, which of course eventually became Breath of the Wild for both uh, Wii U and Switch. And then Mario Maker and a few other Nintendos. So Nintendo had a pretty awesome E3 as well in terms of here's what we're doing with the Wii U. Still weren't selling well, but... <laughs> they weren't, but I mean, they, they, they put out some great games for that thing. 
Um, yeah. They really did. So anything jump out at you guys? Twenty fourteen? Anything that I missed? And it was uh, a pretty, it was a pretty big year, but well, they released Dragon Age Inquisition. You know that game that the Fallen Order should copy. They released that. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, boy, do I wish those were games were more like. Um. So yeah, that was that was an excellent game. Yep. Um. Oh, I had a shout out for. Did I have a shout out for something? In... Nah, I'm not thinking of it. But yeah, that that definitely was uh, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, okay. and Smash Brothers, of course. I mean, because Smash, Smash being released on any Nintendo, that's going to be one of the best games. So yeah, and, and I think so that, that came was... out at the end of 2013, but it kind of felt like a 2014 game, right? Yeah, and I mean, people. Still, oh no, no, that like... was. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. That was 2014. My bad. It was 2014. Yeah. Yeah. But people bad. were still into Melee, which was the GameCube version, more than the Wii U version. But I liked the added characters to the yeah. wii u version so to me it actually was a superior version but... what was the wii one was that brawl yeah yes okay wait so brawl wait so brawl was Wii. what was wii u then it was just super smash brothers was yeah. it i and thought it did was... on the switch now and then they did uh super smash it's not brothers the same derek <laughs> Same damn thing. They just added more. You could characters. say that about every isn't it, single isn't one. Isn't the then. new one called like Ultimate? I don't know. Whatever. Yes. Um, all right. It's a so, port, motherfucker. It was a, a pretty, pretty big year for announcements. And I think, as we'll discover next week when we dive into 2015, the stuff you didn't even that was. Ask me what my favorite game was, you jerk. <laughs> I know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. I haven't shared mine either. Uh, so 2013 and especially 2014, I think you saw all these companies with acquisitions and they're making certain announcements really positioning themselves to deliver over the next, well, really the next five years, but especially the next four years, just incredible games the next four years. So as we go through 2015, 16, 17, 18, especially you see the fruits of all these moves that we just talked about. Um, And I'm hopeful that since we've seen a lot of moves in the last year and a half or so by people like Microsoft, like Derek said, I'm feeling optimistic that we're about to have a couple years of of plenty ahead of us as well. Derek, what did you like from 2014? I'm gonna shock everybody in this. Uh, yeah, hit, hit me with it. Because you never do anything it's shocking. Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> Tell me about this game. Is this an indie game? What is this? <laughs> yeah, but being serious, like that was okay. So we're, we just started like the new generation. So mm-hmm. it. 2013 like late 2013 is when we started a new generation right i remember like being so hyped for this game because i was yeah. like dying for an open world rpg yeah like a next gen open I'd never world rpg right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. in fact i bought uh bound by flames mm-hmm. boys my boys <laughs> gotta represent <laughs> Greenfall, <laughs> Bound by Flames. So I bought Bound by Flames. And it's like a pretty, bad metal band. It was band. pretty good, but it was bad. But it was pretty good bad. Um, but it I does sound it like a really was... bad garage band name. Bound by Flames. Bound by Flames. <laughs> but, so anyway, so I bought that game because I was so excited for Dragon Age. And I was just so hungry for an RPG. And I just remember for like probably three to six months, I would come home from work turn on YouTube and I would just watch Dragon Age Inquisition videos. Like that is probably the last game where I just sat there and just was like, I want to be in this world so bad. 
Like, I would just sit there and watch this gameplay and be like, this is going to be the greatest game ever. Well, especially and after 2, right? Because, I mean, not that 2 was, like, horrendous like or anything, it. but, but like, it had it. problems. It had problems. I understand that, but it was yeah. still fun. It was a lot of fun. I just think Dragon Age Inquisitions was the start of... Yeah. I guess this is my point. It was the start of next-gen for me as far as yeah. finally getting sense. the game that I wanted. And yeah. While it's not going to end up being like my game of this generation, it's still one of my my favorites. In fact, after we get off the show, I'm just going to boot it up on PC. And just because we're talking about it, you're like, I love sure. this game. Let's do it. Yeah. Dan, was that yours for 2014? Right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, because that, yeah, I, I would say that was definitely the first one that I was like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm playing something that you would think with on two this of your co-hosts so praising this game, and the fact that you <laughs> like The Witcher, and so you would think, yeah. That the other guy on this show would grow a brain, because clearly he doesn't have one, and be like, hey, I should probably, like, really invest time in Dragon Age. And I've given that game two, three the, hours of yeah. my time, and it hasn't done no, it. It's not two, enough, Tim. Two, three Tim. hours dumb as freak. Just like, I don't <laughs> I don't respect you and Jesse White's opinion on Greedfall, because oh, I know geez. damn well you guys have only played it, like, for, like, 30 or 40 minutes. You're, like, you're right. Hey, you uh, are correct about that one. That is true. <laughs> play it longer. Get three or four hours in. Get into the island. Same thing with Dragon Age. Explore the world a little bit. Fight a dragon. How about you fight a dragon? Get your butt whipped. And, and then, then you're then... going to be like, I wish this was like a Star Wars game. I wish I'd just take these elements and put them in a Star Wars. <laughs> or I wish they would be more like Star Wars Fallen Order. If they would have made their maps more like the awesome and perfect maps of Star Wars. All right, okay. so my favorite game of that year, um, it kind of came down to two. The only reason I didn't pick Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor is because I think Shadow of War is like the improvement on that. This is me looking back at it. Maybe in 2014 I would have picked Shadow of Mordor. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but now I know, I think shadow of war kind of perfected that formula and just absolutely killed it. So my favorite from that year was the reboot of Wolfenstein in the new order. So I absolutely love that game. I thought it was a blast to play super tough, super tough, but a great story, surprisingly like interesting and compelling. And I was not expecting that from a Wolfenstein game reboot. So I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I think I did enjoy two a little more, but this one was just so surprising with how cool it was and how much I enjoyed it that I had to pick that one. Yeah, shout out to that too. Yeah, great game. Now, if we could count remasters and stuff, I probably would have picked because that's, to me, 2014. I know this sounds weird, but to me, that's when Last of Us came out because that was the right, remastered right. version and that's when I played it. So that was probably my favorite game I played that year, Last of Us, even though I didn't finish it till much later. Um, but I'll give it to Wolfenstein. Give it that little bit of love there. So there you go. There's the first half of uh, of the last of the teens, basically. If you count, I'm 20 gonna t- say while this was semi difficult, this next five years we're gonna like on the next show is yeah. gonna be way harder. Oh yeah, crazy. Harder. Like I said, we're gonna this. see like if, if 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 people that listen to our show, you know, if they start hearing how we're talking about these games and they start going and doing the research we did. And go through each year, starting with 2010, and go through 2019. You will be blown away by not only how many great games there are every year, but how big of a difference it is from this latter yeah. five years to the first five. Absolutely, years. Yep. it's yep. crazy. Like, like, not that there were by any means bad games on the last gen, but like this gen definitely beats the last gen, right? Like for yeah, sure. It's just oh yeah, because sales. Uh, 
I think video games has become bigger than like grossing wise, bigger than movies, and so so many companies are investing investing in video games now that we're just we we talk about like right now is a great example. I, there's no real games I want in January and February of this year. That's mm-hmm. a low for me, right? Yeah. Do you? We probably don't remember, but go back eight or nine years, I could go three oh, or four yeah. months. And this is coming from a guy who like bought half a, lot a year. Of games. You could go like a I could good go chunk three or of four the months year. and be like, yeah. well, there's nothing really like I'm yeah. dying to play. You know, it's funny you mentioned the um, the how much money they're making. Did you guys see the NPD list of the last ten years? So everyone's doing like the last decade. Grand Theft Auto and then bunch of Call all, of Duty. It's basically all Activision <laughs> and uh, and Rockstar. Rockstar I, yeah. I think Minecraft is the one blip in that yeah, top yeah. one. Yeah. I, I don't understand with Activision making such a killing on Call of Duty. I'm totally fine with them playing it safe because that's their baby, right? What I don't understand is why don't they invest more in like new IP? Yeah, why because yeah, why don't they have, have yeah, money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that's the thing. They don't want to invest in something unless they can sequelize it. They yeah. need to have sequels but the for the ROI on Call of Duty has got to be so high cuz they can reuse so much from those. Sure. So it's got to be so high. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd love to see them do what we've talked about this a lot. Respawn and Guerrilla Games have done. Spin off a a section of your team to work on that very creative open world, just a new setting, and and blow us away with some kind of if you want to open world your, RPG, like mainline Call of Duty game, right? And yeah. then you like Tim just said, all right, let's create this like special ops team that's going to make this open world call of duty game or something like we're going to change the way yeah. we play call of duty yeah we're not going to make it a Third linear person game. we're going to let you yeah. we're going to let you pick how missions play out and we're going to make it open you've got to get and really character centric take some of the strengths of the recent modern warfare for example and yeah. double down on that with a lot of character stuff and yeah that could be really, we're not really even going to cool. even focus on multiplayer we're going to just focus on single player maybe have mm-hmm. a co-op mode or something like that so they can try to draw in that'd be so cool yeah you see what i'm saying like yeah. you have add, all that money add some understand. skill trees and more loot what if, and things what like what that if they did like a call of duty the newer one mixed with like ghost recon wildlands that'd be yeah. pretty cool that'd be something like something like that would be cool yep. yeah so all right so we'll we will tackle the second half of the 2010s um and by the way i am splitting it up from 2010 to 2019 i know it feels kind of weird because it's not whatever people like to go from one to ten but it is what it is i'm just going based on the numbers here folks so we will cover the second half of that next week for now real quick before we sign off anything you guys are playing that you want to highlight and talk about real quick um i think i covered everything last show i talked about vr we we talked about uh, a journey to savage planet a little bit didn't i no you know, that came out no. you haven't talked about that one is it worth playing you recommend it to folks uh yeah i think uh, keep in mind when i talk about this game because not everybody does research this is not a 60 dollar game it's a 30 dollar game um it's over the top like humor wise which i appreciate um but i think I like it. it. The shooting's good. It, it, it's going to be a kind of a game I probably don't play much just because I don't like the fact that it's all built around puzzles. Okay. Like, you're, you're basically exploring the planet. You're, you're um, well, now I'm forgetting what it is. You do it almost in every game now. 
where you oh you scan the environments. Sure. Oh, okay. so all you're doing is scanning to get. Yeah, I've heard there's some Metroid Prime love in this game. Like people, like there's something about uh, some similarities. There. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, you're scanning to basically your ship's broke. You 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 landed on this planet. You're all screwed up. You have nothing, and that's like the intros. They tell you, hey, we're the fourth leading space. Blah blah blah. And by the way, we spent so much money to get you to this planet, we can't afford to get you back, and we gave <laughs> you no equipment. So your ship's wrecked, you have no equipment, and so basically you have to go out on this planet, explore, scan, grab stuff, bring it back to your ship, build new things. Like when you first start the game, you don't have a gun. So the very first thing you do is you build a gun. That sounds pretty and cool. It's it's I th- I like it so far. I'm kind of uh, digging the premise that you're describing. I think you guys would like it more than me. Okay. But I I I would say as somebody who's not really into these type of games so far, it's pretty good. Do you appreciate what it's doing, even if it's not yeah, something you're gonna yeah, keep like, playing? Yeah, like I don't think I'm gonna hate on it or anything. Anything else other than VR stuff, or is that pretty much it for for this week? I think that's it. I mean, I've been playing um, Rocket League consistently still, and sure, sure. As far as PC gaming, no one asked about I that. No one cares about that. No one, <laughs> no one wants to hear about your PC game. Well, it's gonna be Dragon Age Inquisition. Talk about Rocket maybe. League more. Uh, Freitas, what are you playing? Trying to jump back into Division Two. Oh. Okay. Well, since we bought it on PlayStation, we should actually play it maybe sometime eventually. <laughs> well, you got me tonight. I'm wide awake, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Sounds I was gonna say I. Dirty. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Oh um, no. No, no, <laughs> censor. Please censor all of that. Um, I think I'm in the last couple of hours of Sekiro. I could be wrong, but... Oh, good job, dude. Uh, That's great. I finished, um, I finished, without spoiling, there's a certain individual that you fight that you knew as a child. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, know who I'm getting at? Okay. I know who you're So I, I, just, I just fought that person. Um, so now I'm in the... Uh, uh, where, where is it? The otherworldly type of area that you go are you playing this because you're still really having fun or are you at the point now you're like i'm determined to finish this thing no it's it's at this point it's just about it not beating me because it's super you seem to be going through it pretty good though yeah Yeah. you're you're killing it that's great i'm very stressed out though (laughs) it's a very it's a you're gonna need need animal crossing to release right after you're done with this one so you can relax well yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like then the antithesis of that would be like a Stardew Valley, right? Which is what my wife and I have been replaying. Um, because they had an up- yeah. So well, fun. they ha- they released an update with some additional content, like just yeah. a little bit of extra stuff. So yeah. we just kind of went back to that just to replay it because we did love it. So yeah, so fun. Yeah. So nice. it's a balance. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Um, so I uh, I told you guys about the board game Seven Wonders I play. It's kind of like Civilization, the board game. Uh, I actually yeah. grabbed the um, the iOS app for it. It's like five bucks, and oh, okay. I'm really enjoying that. Um, how, so um, how does wait, how does that work? Because you said it's an actual board game, right? It is. They, it's just the the digital version of it. You guys have ever played like oh, okay. Ticket to Ride or Catan or Carcassonne? You can play against AI bots or you can play against folks online. Um, either way. So, so I really like, I think Seven Wonders is great. If you like board games, card games, if you like stuff like Catan or Settlers of Catan um, or whatever, if, if, if the idea of it intrigues you, I, I suggest to give it a shot. It's pretty fun. Um, but as far as video games go, I did finish Stranger Things 3. It can be a little frustrating. Some of the puzzles are a little bit obtuse, but if you like classic old games, I just think this game was fun. It took, yeah. me, about, it took me about eight hours and I did almost all the side stuff. 
um not a super long game but um certain parts of it were like what is this puzzle so to their credit they made it challenging enough but also easy enough that i didn't get super stuck um so i like that i liked it a lot i started judgment i'm about an hour or two into judgment on the ps4 uh, it's really cool really stylish the combat is pretty fun so far and i know there's a lot more that i that they're going to unlock as time goes on. Um, some of the sequences they have, like identifying the perp and then chasing the perp, some of the, what are essentially kind of mini games yeah. are pretty cool because you're this private eye, basically, uh, who used to be a lawyer, and now you're a private eye. And, and as you spot the person you're trying to track down, this is very early in the game that you had to do this. There's certain things you need to look for um, to identify if it's them. And then when you go to chase them, they give you essentially a series of running and then quick time button actions to make sure that you catch up to them and and then the combat is very um uh i'm trying to think how to describe it there's counters are a big deal using the environment's a big deal you can throw them around you can jump off the wall and do a big hit you can build up a meter that then lets you do kind of a powerful attack it's it's not groundbreaking but it's fun it's fun well, it's the, akin to the yakuza games right well which i never played they're, they're brawlers yeah which i never played those right? but i think yeah. there's enough complexity to the combat that i'm like hey this is this is pretty cool i could see this yeah, yeah. being intriguing throughout and the storylines hasn't really grabbed me yet there's a little bit of a thing that recently happened um that i was like oh okay i see what, how they're trying to pull me in but well, overall I... go ahead no, I was gonna say when I, because I played the demo and like just like that that part with like the fire and all that, yeah. like uh-huh. like I was like even that just grabbed me, like just that one moment. I was like, oh okay, yeah. I, I I think I'm pretty interested in this. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So I think there's definitely a mystery at play, and and the characters are interesting. And I'm doing Japanese audio with English subtitles because not only does it match up with the mouse a lot more, I just I just I'm enjoying it because the setting, you know, obviously it's right. It's and it just sounds more dramatic and powerful because like it does. The, the Japanese yeah. voice acting is just so like over the top. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm digging Judgment so far. I'm gonna keep playing that one. Also started up Final Fantasy VIII on the Switch since it was on sale with the yeah. Square sale. And uh, um, yeah, I like Final Fantasy VIII. That don't, that intro, Tim. That intro. The, the intro is one of the best. Yeah. That that oh, whole yeah. thing with with you and and you is it pronounced Cipher or Cipher? I I think it's Cipher. Okay, I believe it's that safe. that battle with those two at the beginning is really cool. But um, oh, yeah. you know, relearning, kind of being reminded, oh, this is how you do the junction system. That was pretty cool. And then we talked about triple triad, the card game. That's pretty fun. So. The better card game, yes. It is a good card game. It's a better card yeah. game than probably most Tet- of the other Tetra ones. Master, yeah, which is the one from nine. Yeah. I love nine as a game more than eight, but I like the card game in eight more. So yes, yes. All right, so that's it. I'll let you guys go. I'll stop talking about games for right now. We'll talk to you guys next week about 2015 through this past year. About Indeed. how the last decade went. So Derek and Dan, thanks so much, you guys. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to Thank you guys you. next time. Peace. Who is your daddy? I am your father. You fathers will understand. My father taught me many things I got an idea. How about you all sit there quietly while I make dad noises?